back to another episode of Steen versus Machine. Returning from our a uh, little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a we've been we just took a we got busy we got busy man we've been busy these last couple weeks I've been out of town a bunch I think we've been you know the holidays came up and it just everything just everything it, I never had free time on the weekend so we just never got to record. So finally, we're back. People will take a look at these past couple of weeks and say, "Well, I, we, after your week eight performance, we understand why you went on high hiatus." But li- literally, just because of the time, honestly. I don't. Under, I don't understand why we wait until the weekend to record. You give you give people about a ten hour window to look at your video. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the logic of that. Uh, free time again. This Thanksgiving and then Black Friday yesterday and then. Well, we've always done it that way. I know. I know. Because it, it, I'm normally busy during the week. I'll tell you. I'm a busy guy. I do a lot. <laughs> How do you get a video that should be getting 40 views, 8 views? How do you do it on Saturday night at midnight? Absolutely. Welcome, everybody, into another episode of Steve vs. Machine. Of course, I'm your host of the most, true Steve Machine, Steen. As always, I'm joined here by uh, the what, what's, lead marketer over at, over at Winners & Winers, Scott the Steamroller, Steen. Doesn't doesn't matter what firmly ensconced in management is one of the premier uh, advisory firms in the world. How about that? There you go. There the, you only go. Public, the only publicly traded advisory firm in the United States. I didn't know you guys were publicly traded. Yes, sir. You got stock options? Uh, I do. Nice, nice, nice. Well, let's let's get into it. Let's talk. Let's talk a little sports gambling, uh, Scott. We we're what? on we we've been on a little bit of a break. We haven't we haven't picked since week eight. We don't need to rehash what happened in the week eight games. I went two and three. You went uh one three and one. You had the rare push. You had the Jets minus three against the Giants and they won. I've been picking 10. games like somebody in the marketing department. <laughs> yeah, because that was so you went you went one three and one. I went two and three. Uh you won a hundred, lost three fifteen, so you're at minus two fifteen. Uh Brings your season record. You're at minus nine twenty three going into that. Now you're minus two fifteen. You're at minus eleven thirty eight. Twelve twenty two and one. We're but primed to make a comeback. Now you've got all the data. Now you've you've got a larger sample size, so you know everything. Now you know more about the NFL season. You know what I'm saying? That is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> I've been on a personal hot streak lately. Yeah, right. Of course. Ever since we ever since we stopped making picks, I've been winning. Yeah, I think I did like because I I make my picks every week, and I was like positive for two out of the three weeks we were off. I was like pretty pretty positive where I was like I would have gone like I think four and one, three and two, and then like two and three. I think this last week, but doesn't matter, doesn't matter, right? Doesn't so matter. Um, my record, I went you know again I went two and three. I, I won two hundred. I lost three fifteen minus one fifteen. I was at plus three twenty four going into that minus one fifteen. I'm now at plus two oh nine for the season at nineteen and sixteen. Still positive, but looking to get more positive. We'll get into this week's picks, uh, excluding of course Thanksgiving and the Black Friday game. So let's get into it. I'll go first just because I had the. Uh, called, this should be called "Tail the Young Guy, Fade the Old Guy." It's a weird. That's what, this, that's what this show should be called this year. You know, it's not always like this. No, it isn't. Let's it's not. I I don't want to portray that ever. But you know, you certainly have have beat me uh, a, a lot of these years. So let's not. That's, you know, that's true. And I say, you know, it's never too late. Just need one good week. To turn it around here. That's true. That's true. All right. So this week's picks. I'm going to start here. Uh, 
Let's start with two terrible offenses. Let's start with uh, the New New England Patriots oh, at the, the Raiders at the New York Giants. Yeah, right. Yeah, two terrible right. offenses. She's Raiders. Jumping ahead. Yes. No. New England at um, New, the New York Giants under thirty four. You can find that at minus one ten at MGM and Caesars. Uh, just <laughs> two really terrible teams, man. Really awful. Uh, both bad quarterback situations. What do we got? Tommy DeVito. Touchdown, Tommy DeVito, baby. Yeah, all of a sudden, he finally – I remember, like, the first, like, three games, he had, like, 10 passing yards every game. And then now he scored a couple touchdowns the last couple weeks. Uh, and what is – Bailey Zappi probably playing for New England this week? No one knows. No one oh. knows. They cut, they cut Will Greer on Saturday, today. They've got Malik Cunningham on the practice squad. And uh, – they have Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. So it's got to so. be, it's got to be, it's got to be Bailey. It's got to be Bailey Zappi. I'm, I'm operating under the assumption that it will be Bailey Zappi. That's um, probably where the smart money is. I don't think it matters. I think they're both terrible. And this is a terrible. I have, I have a real soft spot for that kid. He made me a lot of money in two years at Western Kentucky. A uh, shit ton of them. Bailey so. Zappi? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm always going to have a soft spot in my heart. Soft spot in my heart for him. Didn't even know he uh, was a he was a hilltopper like that. No, just like two years ago when we rode Chris Flexen with the Seattle Mariners, he was uh, just all he was uh, lost two games against the spread all year long. It was unbelievable. Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, anyway, yeah, no quarterback. How many? If you have if you have three quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks do you have? Negative you have one. Negative one, I think. If if two oh, is zero, I think if you add another one, I think it's negative one. I think you keep going. I think, I think that's the way that works. Well, you, you're the math guy, so you would know. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah known for known for being the math guy. Scott, uh, how about your first pick for the week? I don't know. Um, <laughs> looking at another barn burner here. It's the uh, Bucks and Colts as they travel to Indianapolis. The Bucks travel to Indianapolis to take on Colts. I'm going to take the Bucks plus two and a half. Um, look at the rest advantage. It favors the Colts. Bucks had to play San Francisco last week. Colts got the week off. But you know what? The Bucks are going to make Gardner Minshew beat them. Uh, Colts have been able to run the ball. Jonathan uh, Taylor last two weeks averages 2.8 yards per carry. Uh, Tampa Bay is not exactly the team to get your running game started against. Uh, the Bucks have not uh, given up more than 81 yards on the ground their last six. They've only done it twice all season. Uh, you, you don't put up 120, 130 yards rushing as the Colts. You're not going to win. They're not going to do it. They're not going to win. I'm going to take the Bucks. Uh, you know what? I said plus two and a half when I sent them to you. Yeah, I'll play the money line there. Get a uh, little plus 118, 120, something like that. Look at that there, boy. See how, see how my guess is. It's the only thing I've been successful at is being able to guess the money lines correctly. Mm, well, uh, your Lynn Sanity run ends here. Uh, looks like you get a plus 130 over at FanDuel and DraftKings. So. All right. So plus 130. Sign me. Is it still two and a half? Uh, I believe so. It was two and a half before the show started. So I, okay. Uh, yeah, still two and a half. Oh, it's plus. It's it's a uh, – what's the opposite of a juiced? It's, it's like plus 205 at uh, – it's plus two and a half at like minus 106. I see even money. I see even plus three over at points bet. So it's starting. Okay. It's it's moving that way. Head of that direction. All right. Well, I'll take my. I'll take my. Uh, that's that's pretty chunky money line there. I'll take that plus one thirty. Not a bad. No, not bad 
Uh, yeah, here, let me get that. Let me get that updated here for you. Plus one thirty. Pretty. That's a. That's not bad. That's not bad. And we'll get the uh, we'll get that tip out of the way that we give out every week. Uh, we'll get it out of the way early. Thinking about taking a spread. Uh, if you're thinking about taking three points or less, as with the underdog, don't do it. Bet the money line. The math works out dramatically in your favor. And uh, yeah, just uh, friends don't let friends take plus two and a half. It's true. It's true. All right. Okay. Got that updated for you. All right, we'll move on to my second pick of the week. Uh, Carolina, Tennessee, under 36 and a half, minus 110. Stop me heard me that heard this before. Uh, two terrible teams. Two terrible uh, bad quarterbacks again. Two terrible quarterback situations. Bryce Young, uh, at best, we'll call it underperforming as a first-round pick. Uh, Will Levis looked uh, okay that first week, but now that the tape has been out, he has not looked as great the last couple weeks. Uh, I believe they'll continue to ride with him, uh, maybe until it costs Mike Vrabel his job. So we'll see. Two co- two coaches that might be on the hot seat, two quarterbacks that are not playing well. Yeah, give me the under that in that game. Under 36 and a half, you can find that in any sports book minus, at minus 110 for the Carolina-Tennessee Titans game. Okay. Well, I, uh, I'm so excited about this Patriots-Giants game that I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to take the Giants at home plus the four points. Uh, I just don't know what a team without a quarterback is going to do. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I just, I just know how that's going to work. Um, New England may not be the worst team in football, but I'm pretty sure they're not four points better than anybody right now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to take the Giants at home here. Give me, give me the, give me the four points. I'll take those four points. They're not the worst team in football, but the worst team in football might be able to take the the Patriots to overtime. You know what I'm saying? And that's well, I think whoever loses this game could very well be the worst team in football. Yeah, this is, well, this is, this is pretty close to the toilet bowl. Uh, you, you, Carolina says, "Don't forget me." I get that. Uh, and ter- Carolina is a terrible team and a terrible team against the spread. So we might even I'll get see. to them later. I'll say my system has Carolina as the worst team in the league as they have the worst defense and the second worst offense. So that's not great. I have the no, that's that's not ideal stats right there. Uh, I have New England as the second worst team and the Giants as the fourth worst team with the third worst team being the Tennessee Titans that we already talked about. Well, there you go. All right. So, all right. What's your third pick? My third pick, uh, Pittsburgh Cincy under 36 and a half minus 110. You can find this on at all sports books except for DraftKings. Oh, by the way, you got your Giants plus four at minus 108. That was available at DraftKings as well. This one, every sports book except for DraftKings, the only one that didn't have this deal at under 36 and a half at minus 110. Uh, Kenny Pickett, not very good. Jake Browning situation there in Cincy, dire straits. Um, and not only that, but they're having health issues. What I believe Chase. Uh, had a couple uh, injury issues in the last in last week's game. T. Higgins obviously didn't play. I don't think Tyler Boyd's going to be available this week. It's uh, n- the sky is starting to fall just a little bit there in Cincinnati, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. So it's just it's a bad situation. We're going to actually sorry Tyler Boyd is going to play. Sorry, that's my bad. I'm I'm getting mixed up. Uh, Tyler Boyd's going to play, but still. It's a bad. It's a Cincy team in a tough spot. It's a Pittsburgh team that isn't very good at at scoring. They're only good at winning for some reason. Uh, they fired Matt Canada, so their offensive coordinator position is in flux. That's the only thing that could screw me here. Is finally getting rid of Matt Canada might unlock this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. No, it's, 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 
the same position coaches underneath and they've just been bumped up i don't think that's going to make a huge difference yeah geez it's uh you know maybe they they could have the uh, chiefs wide receiver coach as their as their offensive coordinator right now geez i've never seen a less confident guy in it in a press conference uh who is the chiefs wide receiver coach can't remember his name but he uh did not impress with the press conference so they put him in front of the mic and he did not look great is it Garrett Dieter? Is Garrett Dieter the wide receiver coach? That would be funny. No, I, I would remember if it was Garrett Dieter. Did you – were you with me when I met Nathan Shieldhouse's dad? Uh, No, I don't even know who Nathan Shieldhouse is. Nathan Shieldhouse was a Rockers kid, and he went to Illinois to play quarterback. And now, apparently, he's the OC at Iowa State. Oh, did he? Oh, did he? I thought I had recognized that I'd like heard the name at some point. I saw because they were talking to him and somewhere. I met his dad, or I met a friend of his dad, and said that the kid was going to Illinois. Hmm. So, anyway, I couldn't remember. Uh, Connor Connor Embry is the name of the wide receivers coach for the, for uh, the Chiefs. He's a, K, he was a, a KU wide receiver. Never never played in the league really much. So yeah. Okay, well, that checks out. Although I'm not sure how much blame you can put in the right receiver coaches because you guys can't catch. Right, that's true. But they but certainly nobody progressed this year. By the time you get to the professional level, that should be a skill you already have as a wide receiver. You would think you would, you would think so. You would think so. Yeah, I would. All right. So for my third game, again, I can't get away from this game. It's the Panthers and Titans. I'm going to take the Titans at home, lay the three and a half. Here's the deal with Tennessee. You stop the run, you stop the Titans. They've had six games where they've uh, uh, gained more than 100 yards on the ground. They are Their point differential for those games is plus 3.3. They've had four games where they've gained less than 100 yards on the ground. Point differential minus 16.2. There's a 19 and a half point differential when they rush for 100 and when they don't. What's the bad news for Carolina? They can't stop the run. How many times have they held opponents to less than 100-yard rushing? One time. Uh, ironically, that's the same number of times they've covered the spread this year. Give me uh, the Tennessee Titans solidly off the podium for worst team in the league at a strong fourth or fifth place. I'll take the Titans minus three and a half. I say I'm wondering if it was the same game because I assume the only game that Carolina Panthers have beat the spread is also the game where they won. Uh, Correct. The upset. The Houston game. Yes. Uh, no, Houston still rushed for 110 in that game, so I'm kind of surprised, honestly. But I didn't say I was going to completely tie it together. Wow, but it was pretty close. Uh, yeah. So Titans three and a half. I, I, I've got to agree with you there. I don't. I'm. I. Listen, it's. Uh, this is the beautiful thing about sports betting and like fantasy football is that it, uh, you can bet on terrible, terrible football games and it gives you something to root for. Uh, if I was in the can, if I was in the Kansas city market in my noon game, uh, back in the, you know, back in the day when we didn't have streaming and any of that stuff, uh, if, if your noon game was t Tennessee versus Carolina and you're like, Oh my God, I have to watch this. At least you could 
bet Titans minus three and a half and do something with it, you know, or cheer for it, or maybe yep. you got Derrick Henry playing. So that's the beautiful thing about fantasy football and sports gambling is it helps just uh, the immersion. It helps my immersion in the NFL. So on the so now we're both rooting for stuff in this uh, Titans Titans Carolina game now. So that's so beautiful. Let me ask you this: Sure, would you trade Travis Kelsey for the right to draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yes, yes, I would. I would too. I don't. I think it's I in the real in this hypothetical situation. Yes, in in the real world, that's a much messier situation because you know. In this hypothetical situation, I don't think you have to think about Travis Kelsey being upset and what that means to the city of Kansas City and all this stuff. But if I look at pure player, Travis Kelsey is on the wrong side of 30. He's a tight end. You can tell he's slowing down just a bit. He's not having as successful of a year. Uh, and Marvison Harrison Jr. looks like the, the cleanest wide receiver prospect we've maybe seen ever and certainly in the last 10 years probably yeah, coming he's, out. He's a good one. He's a good one. Can you imagine him and Mahomes? Oh, oh, I, I think about that with every wide receiver, but especially a young. The, the frustrating thing is that in Andy's offense, he'd still only play uh, 30% of the snaps of his rookie year. So, I, you know, who knows? Probably true. That's probably true. Uh, okay. Uh, what's your fourth pick, buddy? My fourth pick, uh, Buffalo. Never going to anyway, Kelsey's, Kelsey and Mahomes are going to be legacy players in Kansas City. Oh, for sure. Well, and I, here's my question to you about that real quick. Would you for Marvin Harrison? Would you do the? Uh, oh my gosh, the the Ditka. Would you you trade away all your draft picks for one player? No, not a wide receiver. No, not a chance. No, you wouldn't trade away one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I, I know the I know what they are. I, I'm I'm familiar with the draft order. No, I would not. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, fair. I didn't. All right. Uh, well, now, guess... you're gonna get. You're typically gonna get. You're typically gonna get two to three starters out of that draft class. That's true, and, uh, and the Chiefs have a couple positions. They need to go wide receiver in the first round, and then probably t- uh, offensive tackle in the second round. So they've got. I would they've take, got I, some, I'd, I'd be okay with taking wide receivers in all seven rounds if they wanted to do that. That'd be okay. Oh yeah, I would. I'd go. I legitimately, I'd have no problem if they went wide receiver, tackle, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide, like they do every year with cornerbacks, right. where they draft four cor- cornerbacks, and they're like, well, one of those guys will hit. That's the thing. Yeah. Brett Veach has built incredible defense with a great secondary, but in his in 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 some amount of uh, of keeping him honest, he did draft about five DBs a year for what felt like what felt like five DBs a year for like three or four years. So yeah, those eighty guys turned into four pretty good second guys in the secondary, which is pretty okay. nice. But sorry, Buffalo filled uh, my fourth pick. Buffalo Philadelphia over forty eight and a half. Uh, at minus one ten, you can find that on all but points bet. Uh, listen, this is two pretty good offenses and two pretty mediocre defenses that I'm hoping. Uh, even though the Chiefs, I I don't know if you can call the Chiefs a great offense anymore. I think that's the thing is like we want to say, well, the Chiefs are a top ten offense. Mm, not really, and so it's one of those things I'm where you're like, under, well, the Chiefs really metric you can find this year. No, and the people will say, well, the Chiefs weren't able to take advantage of this Philadelphia defense. Well, they had two red zone turnovers, and uh, was it six drop balls? So I think they were a couple mistakes away from putting up uh, 30 to 40 on this Philadelphia team. And I think Buffalo, while they are also turnover prone, who the Chiefs are tied with on the number of turnovers that they have, by the way, as as much of the problems that we think about Josh Allen and uh, Buffalo Bills being synonymous, uh, the Chiefs have the same number of turnovers this year as the as the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 
and I think the Buffalo Bills have played another game, an extra game than the Chiefs, by the way. But all that to say, uh, I think Buffalo will be able to take advantage of this Philadelphia offense just enough to be able to score. And Philadelphia put up 21 on what we, on what many statistics would consider a top five offense in Kansas City, or top yeah. five defense in Kansas City. So I believe that Philadelphia will be able to put up. 25 to 30. I think Buffalo will be able to put up 25 to 30. I think we're going to be looking at a fairly high scoring game. 49 and a half. I think you can absolutely score uh, seven touchdowns in this game total. Uh, and I yeah, actually. 48, 48 and a half, 49 and a half. 48 and a half. I got a minus 110 all, but points bet is where you can find that. So, you said 49 and a half. The last time you said 49 and a half. So. Sorry, I made 40. I, it is 48 and a half is, is the okay, official number. Uh, but right. I also. My system also has Buffalo uh, on the money line. This won't be a pick. This won't be official pick. But if you're looking for something a little extra, it's maybe my system is overvaluing Buffalo just a bit. It has them as a top five offense and a top t- five defense, which I find a little odd. But uh, and it doesn't it doesn't respect Philly either. So I and I I think if you took all this all the wins, if you took the win loss column out and you took the name off of them, I think they'd look like a middle-of-the-pack contender, and that's what we're seeing from statistics-wise. So uh, I like Buffalo over, over Philly also, but that's, again, not an official pick. Get the Raiders plus nine for my fourth pick here. Uh, I, I'm just, I even got you at uh, plus nine and a half over on FanDuel at minus 114. This is a uh, These are two teams not completely headed in different directions, but – the Chiefs have sort of stalled out. Raiders have made some changes, both with the coach and at the quarterback position. You know what? They look like a, uh, what do you call a semi-competent um, NFL squad. And they, they, you know, at five and six, they've still got something to play for. They've won two of their last three. They've covered three straight. Um, we'll see what happens. Defense has been playing extremely well, giving up just 38 points over those three in that three-game stretch. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to have their hands full. I, I really do. I think the, uh, uh, I think KC will be fortunate to get out of there with a win. I'm not calling for an outright Raiders victory. It wouldn't stun me. Uh, but uh, I think the, uh, I think the nine points with his no look right his new look Raiders team. I think that's going to be a good play. My my only concern for you is that uh, there is some amount that like Mahomes. I think if you look at. I think Mahomes' entire career with the Chiefs, I don't think they've ever lost two in a row. Or maybe, maybe like at the beginning of like two seasons ago, maybe they lost two in a row. He's He hasn't lost two in a row often. And not only have they not done that often, uh, this season, anytime they haven't covered, they've immediately covered the next game. Uh, in fact, uh, in every game except for after the Broncos game, uh, they've covered at least the next two games. So that – they get sometimes what I'm saying is when they get their bell rung, they get those wake up calls. They then turn around and start and and do fix some of these problems and start to cover. That would be my only concern huh. in this game. Also, Aiden O'Connell going against the top five defense in the Chiefs, uh, a top five secondary, a defensive line they can get after a rookie quarterback. That is also would be a concern for me. They're running the ball. They're 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 running the ball. They're they're using uh, Josh Jacobs again. They're using their um, all pro running back. I know I, I talked about this um, last week. He was averaging like 40 yards a, ground, a, a game on the ground, and he's averaging over 90 uh, since the, the coaching change. So they're they're utilizing Josh Jacobs a lot better and a lot more. So uh, hmm. we'll see. 
Um, all right, take us home, buddy. What's your last pick? Final pick, Baltimore uh, Chargers, uh, Ravens Chargers, over 48.5 at minus 110. You find that on MGM and Caesars. Uh, again, two two really great offenses. I worry about what the Chargers can do against this Baltimore defense. But uh, the Baltimore defense, while you know, they've had their games where they've allowed you know teams to, to score a fair amount. They have a lot of shutouts against bad teams, but they – We'll give up points to good offenses as well. So uh, I like the Chargers and uh, ability to score. I like the Ravens' ability to score uh, over forty-eight and a half. I don't think it's out. Of the, I don't think it's crazy to say that seven touchdowns will be scored in this game. Uh, I just I, I like it enough here uh, to take it at over forty-eight and a half at minus one ten for my fifth and final pick. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh... I worry about that Chargers defense uh, being able to put up points against the uh, the second best scoring defense in the NFL, and that's why I'm going to take Baltimore, buddy. I uh, I think this is a, a Baltimore team. While uh, they certainly have their flaws and they and they've had some problems finishing games, uh, at the end of the day, I still think this is the best team in the AFC right now, and uh, the Chargers are always going to find a way to Charger. Uh, you should, I think Charger fans should enjoy this game because I think it's the beginning of the last uh, seven or eight games that uh, or six or seven games that they're going to see Staley coach. So uh, <laughs> enjoy it, and uh, I think the uh, uh, I think the new regime is uh, needed because uh, Baltimore is going to uh, is going to take care of business. They're used to playing in a very very tough division. Uh, hanging up, hanging out with the uh, the likes of the Steelers and the and the Browns defenses. I think this is going to be a nice breath of fresh air out there in sunny Los Angeles for the Baltimore Ravens. I think they go in there, hang a thirty burger on them, and uh, that will be more than enough to cover the line. Yeah, I'm not sure this game will be the game that gets Brandon Staley fired as it's against the Ravens. But I oh, think no, no. I, I, he may, that's why I said, enjoy the, he's going to, this is his stretch of the last six or seven games he's going to coach. Oh, well, I, I'm get, saying season. they travel to New England the next game. That could be it. If they have a super ugly, nasty game and lose to, lose to New England and New England in New England, that could be it for Staley. Staley might be done after that. Yeah, if they drop this one by a couple touchdowns and then lose to New England, uh, and man, I can't imagine. A worse place to get dumped in the uh, first or second week of December than New England. Yeah, you're gonna have to yeah. find your own hole. Man, just uh, just sucks. As a numbers guy, uh, Brandon Staley uh, was a little ahead of the time of the curve on going for it on fourth downs, especially against Mahomes. And then he just stopped. We talked about this on the podcast whenever he first started doing this. Brandon Staley was was doing like he was he was he was like a guy that plays like blackjack and he he's playing sound blackjack strategy and you're like okay listen he's down right now but he's probably going to get pretty close to going up or you go forty nine percent he's not counting cards but it, if you play perfect strategy you play forty nine percent on blackjack uh, and then he's and then all of a sudden he stopped hitting on sixteen and you're like more what and then. He's getting the count off, and then he loses all those stop hitting on 16, and then he's hitting on 18s, and you're like, dude, what is, what is happening? He he just melted down. He started to melt down. He started to go for it on his own on his own 30 when he's leading in the game, and there's a minute and a half left, and you're like, dude, what are we – stop, stop, stop. Just punt the ball. 
It just and then he won't go for it on fourth and one at midfield when yeah when they're behind and shit. Yeah, it's very inconsistent. Yeah, he just yep, he stopped he stopped absolutely. hitting on sixteen. Yeah, in that Chiefs game, that Chiefs game is a great example where he like he went for it on fourth down like four times, and he got like two of them, missed two of them, and people were roasting him for it. Then he got down to the end of the game, and they're up, and he's at like the Chiefs like forty five. It's like fourth and two. And there's like two minutes left, and instead he punts the ball back to Mahomes. Mahomes immediately goes down and scores and wins the game. And you're like, you moron, what are you doing? You just go for it, yep. man. Yep. So. Yeah, the uh, the dude in the, the high school coach in Little Rock changed the game. He changed, he changed the fucking game. Yeah. Um, as, as people begin to learn about him and uh, – see the numbers that he ran about, you know, that basically we spent a hundred years undervaluing possessions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was the whole, that was the whole crux of his, of his theory is you don't ever give up the ball. Yeah. Is that the guy who goes for it on fourth down and then uh, onside kicks every, every kickoff? Yep. Yep. Was he the guy, Um, he coached at Liberty, right? And then they. No, no, no. No, 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 no. He went to Presbyterian. We had we had a run. We had a run with the Presbyterian overs. Went of ten and one that season. <laughs> and we did a show. We gave it out every single week on our podcast. Every single week, take the Presbyterian over. Take the Presbyterian, and, and they were just rushing it. Like it'd be sixty-five, they'd score a hundred and ten. It was like, it was not, you, it, you, no fear of those fucking, whatever the number was, it didn't fucking matter. I say, I say, was that 2021 that he, he was there? Yes. So yeah, let's, let's, a couple of these scores, by the way, because, because it's a great strategy where you either score a ton or the other team scores a ton because you're going for it every time. 84 to 43, right. 68 to three, 72 to zero. They lost, uh, sorry. So they won 84, 43. 168 to 3, lost 0 to 72, lost 43 63, lost 30 to 38. That that has to be the one under for the year. I believe it was. It was like it was like 70 or something and we just barely missed it. Yeah, 30 38 is the under by the way. Uh next game he lost 35 70, lost 28 69, lost 14 56, lost 55 65, lost 32 57. This is crazy. These are crazy scores. He lost his final game 15 to 54 and I believe then he was fired, right? Uh he resigned. Yeah, he's That's uh he's what like is that the did. That's the Back to the Future of the Marty the Marty after hitting the guitar solo. Ah, yeah. a, it's a little too early for you're you not, guys, but, you're, but you're your kids are going to love it. Yeah. Kids are going to love it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. He, uh, and, but, but enough people got the word. And I think they started checking his math and, and understanding what he, you know, like Belichick went to Arkansas to see him. Like yeah. four or five NFL coaches went to the high school to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's just, I, did, have you ever looked at those scores? Did you think you thought I was exaggerating? About no, I no, I, I remember us talking about it when that's when that was going on in the season. You were like, "Dude, look at look at this," because we talked about the guy. We 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 were on him. I think you were on him before a lot of people. The oh, national yeah. guys were on him a ton. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then he, you were like, "Dude, he got hired. He got hired in college ball. We're gonna be able to bet on this." We and were then, so excited. <laughs> we were so excited, and you could watch most of those games on the Deuce, man. 
yeah on i mean on 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 plus mm-hmm. it was just it was a great time i i was it was it was a sad day when he resigned from his job it really was and, it was, and- the, the first game the first conference game was the best it's like he punted like the first time he went for it from like his own 10 to fourth and 15 didn't get it next time like his own 20 didn't get it it was just like this is not going to work at the college level, and the teams would just like walk right in and score. Um, it's but they it's, were see. Here's the thing about here's the thing about Presbyterian. They were the only non scholarship team in their conference, so they really had no shot to be competitive. And you talk about it that's revamping everything that they know about football. Everything you've learned, fucking forget it. Right. Um. And, but except we got to go with the old players that were already here or the new guys you can recruit that you're going to have to pay for college to go to Presbyterian. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it was a tough, it was a, it was a less than ideal. I don't think it was a fair shot. Throw, I don't think he really got a fair shot. Just throw this guy on Andy Reid's staff. Listen, he's not going to, he's not going to win a lot of the arguments, but there, he needs to be in the room. He, they need somebody that can look at this and go, Hey, dude, Mahomes could get the fourth and seven, right? It's Kevin. That's, Kevin Kelly. I couldn't think. I couldn't think of his name. I kept wanting to say Brian Kelly. That's the, that's the ex Oregon coach, Kevin Kelly. You say he's down in Little Rock now? I know that's where he came from. I don't know what he. I don't know what he's doing. Um. Uh. After he left Liberty. Uh. Let's see. No. New England Ooh. College announces Kevin Kelly as uh as new football coach. New England College. Yep. Let's see. When? Hold on. Before this, before this season? August 9th, 2023. God damn it. No, wait. Oh, it prepares for. Oh, dude. Oh, my. The college. Uh-huh. New England College prepares for its first season of football in 2024. Oh, nice. So we didn't miss out on. Man, I was thinking I was going to get to read another year of scores without even knowing. So in 2024, he will be back. At New England College for their first football season. I have season. never seen a line in any sports book in my life for New England College. I don't think we'll see them, sadly. I don't, let's see New England New England College football. I mean, considering they're not even, uh, you know, like a real school yet. Oh. University of New England. Uh, let's see. What divisions? They're the Pilgrims. All right, Pilgrim. <laughs> All C- No, sorry. They're the Nor'easters. What? Wait, no. Sorry, I'm looking at University of New England, which apparently is different. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm looking at the yeah. wrong college. Sorry, that's my bad. That's my bad. Football returns to NEC. All right, who are they? They're going to be in the CCC. They are. Uh, oh, they're going to be the CCC? Because everything else they play is in the NECC. They're in Division Three. Uh, at least their volleyball team and their esports. Sorry, they're teams. sorry. They're the the GNAC, the GNAC, the Great Northeast oh. Athletic Conference. Okay. Uh, within the uh, college students athletes, yeah. We're gonna need some fucking lines on these guys. We're gonna need some Kevin Kelly lines. I'll say who else is in the let's who else is in the GNAC that you might re- recognize. Hold on, 
And then, uh, no. and then I promise we'll we'll let you guys go and we'll end this episode. Um, let's see. Although you've had that color all along, Dorothy. All right, GNAC member schools. Here we go. Oh, of course. Who could have forgotten Albertus Magnus College, out in New Haven, mm. Connecticut. Big fan. Sure. What about Anna Maria College? This is a lot of. You're gonna learn. This is a lot of specific named colleges. Uh, what about the Colby Sawyer College? Out, uh, uh, sorry, Anna Anna Maria College was in Paxton, Massachusetts. Colby Sawyer College was in New London, New Hampshire. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Not only did they get the new the new of the, all the Hampshires, they also got the new of all the Londons. That's crazy. Uh, Dean College that's... in Franklin, Massachusetts. Elms College in Chicopee, Massachusetts. Uh, Emmanuel College in Boston, Massachusetts. Johnson and Wales University in Providence. Hey, I've heard of that one. You've heard of Johnson and Wales University? It's a, it's, a, it's a famous hospitality university. Like many chefs, uh, hotel managers, hotel directors. They have a great, they have a great hotel management program. It's, I've actually heard of Johnson and Wales. Sorry. Uh, it seems they are only an associate member. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Sorry, they're probably only co competing in the in the conferences culinary competitions. Uh, the Johnson Wales fighting chefs knives. Yeah, uh, LaSalle University, uh, Newton. Not confused with LaSalle. <laughs> no, do not get that confused with LaSalle. LaSalle, yes. Uh, Mitchell College out in New London, also in New London. Oh, sorry, you're not gonna. This is. There's a New London, New Hampshire. And then there is a New London, Connecticut, in case you're... I've actually I've heard of New London, Connecticut. That's funny that there's there's two New Londons. I, and I bet, I bet that's a huge rivalry game between Mitchell College and Colby Sawyer College. I assume they Pilgrim's call that... The, I assume they call Pilgrim's that the New, the new London Derby. Is, is so good very nice. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, the Pilgrims are a lot of things. Creative with their names, they ain't one of them. No, uh, New England College, which is in, of course, Hineker, uh, New Hampshire. Norwich University in Northfield, Vermont. Regis College. I think I feel like I've heard of Regis College. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Riviere University. Riviere. Uh, R I V I E R. Probably Feels Riviere, but not the one you know. No. Yes. Uh, yeah, university. So you've got, <laughs> got Riviere and and uh, Lysale or. L LaSalle. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this is wish.com. Uh you also have University of St. Joseph, not to be confused with St. Joseph's Saint College of Maine. <laughs> no, those both those oh, colleges. Would... The, the, oh man. The game for St. Joseph. And finally, Simmons University, also in Boston's college. So there you go. Uh a lot of oh this sorry. Like everyone, except, everyone except the the one in Maine is probably like an hour bus ride away. Yeah. I bet, yeah, I bet their travel budget is very small. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. I mean, most of them are in Massachusetts. There's one in Vermont. There's one in Maine. Yeah. One in New Hampshire, Connecticut. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be. They're all pretty damn close from the look of it. it ain't, so there, you, ain't taking any, you ain't taking many flights. So there you go. Everything you never wanted to know about the GNAC. The GNAC. But most importantly, we will be watching it with great interest for New England College to watch Kevin Kelly coach football there. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be that'll be uh hilarious. I'm trying to see I see how old he is. He looks old. I'm not going to lie. He looks older. He's got 30 years of coaching experience. Yeah, he was yeah, he was uh he spent 18 years as a high school coach. 
How many how many games did he uh how many how many games did he uh lose in 18 seasons from any guesses? In uh oh of college of of high school football? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, damn it, I just brought up his Twitter. I know he's a nine time state champ. I bet he lost twenty games. It's very close, Truman. Very close. He lost uh, twenty nine games. It's pretty good. 29, 29 games in 18 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. We'll go stay, stay tuned as they say, because yeah. there's going to be many people petitioning sports books, put those fucking lines up. Yep. All right. That'll be great. All right. Very good. Uh, anything else? Wait, hold on. We could, we can book him as a speaker. He apparently does speaking gigs. He's it's a DM if if need speaker. Thinking differently. Uh, is is he on uh, what do you call it? Spotlight now, where you have the where you can have people record oh, the cam- messages. Cameo. 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 Is he on Cameo? Word up. No. Uh, hey, hey Truman, happy birthday and quit fucking punning. He apparently does stuff with Sharp Football. He does stuff with Warren Sharp over there. So. Um, which I, I'd which I can believe. I'd say he's sharper about football than Warren ever thought about being. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, okay. Finally, so there you go. There's all the answers. Uh, how about uh, let's review our picks again, real quick, Scott. I had uh, the New England. I, I I have New England, New York Giants under 34. <laughs> uh, Panthers, Titans under 36 and a half. Uh, Browns, Steelers under. Or sorry, Steelers, Bengals uh, under 36 and a half. Bills, Eagles over 48 and a half. And Ravens Chargers over forty eight. What did you have, Scott? Sherman, I've got the Bucks plus uh, or on the money line at plus one thirty. Uh, I got the uh, Giants plus four. Got the Titans minus three and a half. I have the Raiders plus nine in the hook. I've got the Ravens minus three and the New England College Pioneers over. Over, <laughs> over on everything. <laughs> <laughs> over what? Yes. Yes, over. No, the Pilgrims, uh, not the Pioneers. That's stupid. The Pilgrims. Pilgrims. Pilgrim. All right. There you go. We appreciate you guys for being here, especially after a little bit of hiatus, especially as we post this at midnight. So we appreciate you. Yeah. I hope you guys are able to fit this in your busy schedule as you're preparing. We hope we hope to be a an integral part of your uh, preparation for the Sunday slate of football. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Again, I've been Truman Steam Machine. Steen, that's been Scott, the Steen Roller. Steen, you can follow us over at uh, Twitter, Steen Roller, Steen Machine. Uh, hey, also, uh, shout out Chandler, exclamation point on Spotify. We got, new, we got a new song. We got a new intro, outro song for Steen vs. Machine, so that's pretty nice. Why can't you just say Chandler <laughs> instead of saying the exclamation point? Uh, searchability, I think, on, on Spotify. So <laughs> that's, 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 that's very good. Very good, Truman. Uh, by the way, uh, I wanted to remind you that every year Shamanad plays in the Maui Classic. Thank you. Thank you. As I, I did learn that on Twitter from a bunch of people. A little inside Twitter joke for you folks there if you follow us on Twitter. Ugh, tough. Tough out here for tough out here for a steam machine. Scott, you uh, say... No, yeah, no, get out of here and go take that K-State shit off and put your Mizzou sweatshirt on, son. Yeah, I got I still got one laying around here somewhere. Uh, you wanna say the, you wanna say the line as we get out of here, Scott? Uh, absolutely.
Uh, if you uh, if you ended up uh, t tailing the kid and uh, fading fading the old man, there's no doubt about it. At the end of this week, and you're gonna be picking up your winning tickets and heading back through the window. Alrighty, thank you. See you guys next week. Hopefully, hopefully next week. I guess we'll be back. No uh -huh. guarantees at this point. <laughs> See you guys.